Blog Talk Radio. I gotta listen. I gotta 
bite down on the bullet and try to listen to some of his lyrics and see where he's coming from before his little baby got killed. Which brings us to this point. Um, it's one thing to live in the neighborhood, in the hood, and it's another thing to tear it down. Then it's another thing to live in the neighborhood, tear it down, and then try to build it back up. Why can't you just not tear the motherfucker down in the first place? That I mean, it's so fucking simple. I understand. I understand. Everybody's into, into survival mode in the, in the community. I know we are. You know, the killing and everything. You know, these guys going at it, trying to they impress each other. Um, they want to sell drugs on the same block. They want to try to get the same clientele. We are letting them do that shit. We are tearing up our own fucking communities. And don't and seem and, and seem like ain't no end to it. I asked one question on Facebook. What did the no snitching movement do for the black community? I got a lot of responses. All of them was negative. Not one of them was positive. But we let that shit go for 10 fucking years. 10 years. We let it go for 10 years. How can you let a no snitching movement go for 10 years? No snitching only means... That if a motherfucker was to rape your daughter in the neighborhood, don't tell. Somebody breaking your house, don't tell. Motherfucker breaking in your store, don't tell. Motherfucker climbing, smoking weed on the block and playing loud music, don't tell. What the fuck do we get in return for that shit? The thing about it, it it was not just don't tell, it was almost like a don't tell or else. Those last, you know what I mean? That was that okay, undercurrent okay. behind that. You know what I mean? So that was all that. That makes sense. It was a, it was a threat. It was more of a threat than a request. I, I see that now. I didn't see it at first, but I see it now. And you mean to tell me you gonna let your nieces, nephews, and your sons and grandchildren threaten the motherfuckers in the neighborhood that they live in to not snitch or else? Now I see it. And we even had, and, and, like, Carmelo Anthony was called out. I don't know, don't, don't know if you remember when he was called out for going in and talking that, that bullshit, you know, that no snitching on all that kind of shit. When that, you know, was, that, they had a little fag on at one time, like, say, the no snitching. He was a part of that. A couple of uh, athletes was a part of that bullshit. But I know Carmelo mm-hmm. was one. Yep. I should have been I, one, Keith. Yeah, I should have been one because my brother got locked up for 48 months back in the late 70s mid-70s, after he came out of the Army, for that same dumbass shit, he got locked up for no fucking reason, other than the fact that the police talk shit to him and he talked shit back. And they locked him up for 48 months as a sus- uh, suspect in the murder. And he's been damn. salty ever since. I should have been a part of that no-snitching thing, but I knew damn well if I got a part of a no-snitching movement, I want something from it. Coming to the neighborhood and... and, and Protect our grandparents, the kids going to school, join after school program or something to help the kids or help the next generation. But just to no snitch for no fucking reason other than the fact that you shouldn't snitch. And you're right, it was a probably it was an undercurrent to that thing. I didn't even look at it like that. I'm gonna be honest with you. If you snitch, we oh, gonna yeah. kick, you gonna kick my ass anyway. So now we frightened to even deal with the neighborhood. Or the neighborhood that we're in, scared to go to the fucking parks. Inglewood got some beautiful fucking park, parks. Hermitage, Sherwood, 
Limbloom, Ogden, and what's the fifth one? I had them down. Hamilton. 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 Inglewood got some of the best fucking parks in the fucking city of Chicago. I'm sorry, they are. Fuck Lincoln Park. Fuck them Northside parks. Inglewood got the best fucking parks in the city of Chicago, y'all. They're trying to gentrify it now. The railroad done bought up 541 lots. Whole food coming in and taking up all the 63rd Street up to uh, 55th and back up to about 65th. And tell them what the hell they got now. Inglewood is being gentrified right now, and the motherfucker don't even know it. Because the news... It's going to tell you how many people got killed. It don't, that's the, they can't wait till the weekend to tell you how many more, I mean, Monday, on a Monday, to tell you how many more people got killed on the weekend. 12 got shot, 80 got killed. They, they did the same thing to Brittany when they fucked around and, and, and before they tore it down. Everything bad that happened on the north side, nothing else happened in the world but in Cabrini. So when Cabrini got towed the fuck down and everybody hit the move the fuck out, nobody gave a shit. It's a good fucking riddance. Protection is everything. Protection is yeah. everything. And people don't know, and, and, and a lot of people in, in the States don't know it now, or in Illinois and she said in Chicago, 60% of the people that used to live in Cabrini Green still stay the fuck over there, over in that area, with brand new housing, townhouses, and 60%. It was only like twenty twenty five or whatever. Um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say the other percentage was all bad. It's only like twenty percent of the motherfucker that just didn't give a fuck. The other twenty was trying to get their shit together so they can stay. But sixty percent of them is still there right now. And I hate with a passion. I hate it that our community, Inglewood, has. Over 250 fucking churches. That's 20,000 people down there that ain't going to do jack shit. Look up in the sky talking that hallelujah bullshit. Ain't going to do jack shit. Them the main ones, bitch. Don't get me started. Talking this in, talking this in the days bullshit and, and crime. I mean, you know, war against war, war, war. Get the, they've been talking that bullshit since man was able to walk. Man on man, tribal, country, country, region, region. They've been fighting each other over bullshit since we've been here. History will tell you that. You got a funky ass attitude against somebody over there, you're going to have a funky ass attitude, and eventually somebody's going to piss you off and you're going to be starting fight. Just picture that shit on a larger scale. That's all it is. But we can do better in the neighborhood, y'all. I know we can. I got too much hope for any neighborhood that's fucked up like Inglewood. It's too many people out there that just ain't willing to get involved with it. They here, you bitch about leaving. I had a young lady on the bus last night, the bus driver, as a matter of fact. She working, she making her little $25, $30 an hour. She was talking about she hate to go up to 79th Street. Bitch, you, me, bitch. I hate, I'll I, I take that back. I didn't mean to call her no bitch. But you drive this motherfucking bus and you servicing people. And you hate to go to 78th Street, which is one of your main stops. So I asked the point blank. I'm going to leave the city of Chicago. So I asked the point blank, where are you going? I don't know. What kind of fucking answer is that? You fucking fed up. Damn, they don't like the people that you're involved with. And I asked you one simple question. Where are you going to go if you leave the city of Chicago? I don't know. That motherfucker's stupid. 
And that's, that's the way the majority of church folks think, just like that. Don't have a fucking clue when you ask them a simple-ass question. 20,000 well, motherfucking folks just sitting there. They're, they're, they're too hypocritical with hypocritical with the concept, which shows me a, a, a level of confusion that they really have no clue. They're just kind of repeating what they've been taught by uh, the oppressor who taught them that for the oppressor's benefit. Because one, on one note, they're talking about, well, we're just going to, well, let's just pray and uh, God got this. We're going to leave it in the hands of God. Okay, well, that's the case. And then uh, you do the same people talking about get out and vote. Well, vote for what? I mean, you just got through saying this other thing. Now, I know better. You know, but this is what you said. So now you're saying let's go vote. Which one is it? He got this or not? He got this or we got this? I say we got this. So I'm going to be teaching that fairy tale shit. You know, you know, anyway, I've, I've been I've done. been invited to to do some Black History stuff for um, anybody that wants to join. Fuck that! I ain't doing shit for anybody that want to join. I'm doing it for the motherfucker that really want to get something out of it. Give me some critical thinkers and some progressive motherfuckers, and I can take it from there. I don't want nobody to just sit up there because they ain't got shit to do on a Wednesday, and then they want to hold hands and do that kumbaya bullshit. Fuck that! Do something. Make it work. Move some shit. Black people can fucking move mountains if they decide they want to do it. Anytime you go, you are a slave, and then you get set the fuck free, and then you build towns, and anything in that town is black-owned, black everything, and you make that shit work, you can do any fucking thing you want to do. You're coming from no reading, getting whooped on the back, to owning a whole bunch of shit and inventing shit. I read on Facebook, man, where the Senate, uh, I don't know, was the Illinois Senate or the uh, Fed, Federal Senate, they voted to make Tulsa, Alabama, Tulsa uh, Oklahoma, um, they, they voted a bill to try to make that part of the studies, a race riot, a race rioting. They're going to make that required reading. I, we said that on, on this show a few shows back that we should st- uh, study Tulsa, Oklahoma. All these motherfuckers running around like banshees and shit and act like ain't shit going to happen to them and we all depressed and deprived of shit. No, motherfucker, we got a history. Read your history. We are a great motherfucking people. But you silly motherfuckers too out there running over babies and strollers and shit to realize this shit. That motherfucker making a video. Fuck that. I can't be part of the video. Ain't nobody going to be in the video. I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm just talking shit. Well, I mean, little stuff like that that gets this shit rolling, man. Stuff more ridiculous than that. You know, uh, and these, you know, when you look at the top, these record companies, you know, for example, Interscope Records, who was the one who signed Chief Keith to that $6 million contract, not for no talent, but for stealing the bullshit and for putting that poison in our youth's brains, man. That's what they're getting paid for. That shit they're doing ain't no damn music. But I tell you one thing that is that is uh, showing and it's proving that if you put any damn thing in front of too many black folks and call it entertainment, next thing you know, black folks are calling that shit entertainment. They really are. No matter how detrimental it is to them as a, or to the people, I may even say them as a people because they ain't, I ain't part of that bullshit. They will embrace that shit as long as the system says this is entertainment. They suck it up. They suck it up. Yeah. A, that, you know. And we got elders. They have been through this shit, like Oprah and Al Sharpton. You know, Al Sharpton got that that, that, that family in, in in Staten Island five million dollar settlement. I forgot which one got. I think it was a choke chokehold guy. 
So many women be killed. Uh, the one uh, that he rejected, the wife, she rejected the wife. Rejected it, man. She rejected it. She, re- she rejected it. I, I, I just was reading that before we started the show. As a matter of fact. Oh, now that I, I didn't. I see. didn't read the details, but I just, I just read a headline saying she rejects the settlement. And now you're saying, "Yes, hmm. and I got to go back and read that shit." Because yeah, she last I heard, they did make an offer, but she rejected. It. So we got to see what's going to happen with that. Yeah, I think it was up to five mil when I read it. And I think Al Sharpton have some people get really? money. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm understand. Lie. Yeah. Well, we can go back and read the shit, man. We be back next week talking about this shit. Real people <laughs> from the hood. That's what we do. It ain't, it ain't going talk, nowhere. Ladies and gentlemen, we could have called ourselves the barbershop. We talk the same shit they do in barbershop and beauty shops. And when we plan spade and, and bidwares and whatnot, this is what we do. We may be lying. We may be exaggerating the truth. We may be hitting the dead on the money. But we are real people from the motherfucking hood. I should have called it that. No, I didn't want to call it that. Anyway. I don't understand a lot of things that we do. You know, um, President Obama was trying to diversify wealthy neighborhoods. Fuck that. Don't diversify no wealthy motherfucking neighborhood because I'm planning on being in one of them wealthy motherfucking neighborhoods when I get through running around with you motherfuckers. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said it. Because at one point, I'm going to get tired too, just like some of our elders. If you talk to our elders right now, they put them in they put them in these little fucked up death towers and whatnot, and you bring up the neighborhood and, and, and how they feel about it, they will tell you the honest truth. Fuck them niggas. You know, the they'll truth, use the truth word nigga. They don't want to use a black man. Huh? The truth. I say the truth is truth. The truth ain't easy, man. But, you know, I, I know people have been ridiculed in, in general for uh, they say, oh, these people, they get to, you know, making their money and they decide to leave the neighborhood. And then they, they fight like something was wrong. Why would they deserve the neighborhood? You know what? Shit. You damn right I'm losing the neighborhood. I can't walk down the damn street. I got kids. I'm trying to go to school. They can't walk to school. And I, this gun, gunshot. What the hell am I going to say? I'm not trying to save the damn world. Fuck that. Yeah. You know, my yeah, I'll do what I can. Damn, damn. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to leave the neighborhood if I can. You'd be a damn yeah. fool not to go out there and, and make yourself better. That's true. That's true. That's it. You know, I talk a lot of shit like that, too. I only talk shit about the ones that go and act like ain't shit never happened. Like 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 Raven Shimon, motherfuckers like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You don't Thomas. forget where you came from, but you, I don't want to. I don't. Shit, let me I get mean, a chance to get about this motherfucker, man. I'm, I, I've I've been involved with community uh, stuff since I was only a blink in the eye compared to some of the people that was around me. These people been in, in, in over in Cabrini Green on the north side. They was involved with a whole lot of stuff way before I came aboard. You know. Al Carter, Marion Stamps, uh, Ron Simmons, Ron Hines, you know, um, people like that, you know. And, you know, and a lot of the kids growing up, man, to be very successful in whatever field they, they, they decide to go into, and they are real productive still on the Nenoff side. You know, but for me, I like dealing with community stuff. I like it. But at some point, I know me. I'm going to get tired of fucking with these motherfuckers because you can't talk to them. If these motherfuckers if these motherfuckers reject Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, um, Jesse White, um, if they reject Oprah, and motherfuckers if they reject and 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 um, Magic Johnson, if they reject motherfuckers like that, you know what they're gonna do to me? Spit my eye and keep walking. Tenure only lasted me um, in the in the community uh, doing community activism. It only lasted it only lasted from like eighty eight. 
to about 94, 95. That wasn't long. That ain't shit. Yeah, I became, uh, you know, I had a small business in Cabrini. And, um, yeah, I became, uh, I got elected building president in 60, uh, uh, 660. Uh, I became, when I moved out of there, I was the president of um, um, town and Marshall, it's town, it was to us town and garden departments. Now it's Marshall Field Garden Departments. I was president of that for a few years. Made, I, I know I made some dents and I know I made some pathways, but that ain't shit compared to people that was there in the 60s and 70s in 80s. My shit only lasted like six, seven years. But I got involved and, 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 and I tried to have a voice, some type of voice. That's why I love this radio show. With the three people that's listening to it, at least three people are listening and trying to, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll get my feedback on how I can try to get everybody pointed in the right direction. I'm not trying to be a guru. It's just that I read so much and I understand and comprehend so much, I can throw that shit out there. Somebody listening. You know, they were they trying to relax the uh, marijuana laws out here in Illinois. Um, the dispensaries are coming. You know, and I'm trying to get the fellas that are already doing this shit put on a suit, find out who owns these motherfucking contracts, and get involved with the motherfuckers. Y'all got the pathway to y'all wealth right there. Y'all already doing this shit. You, you, instead of being an illegal drug dealer, you're going to be a professional drug dealer. Real simple. Instead of wearing Nikes and, and, and them fucked up ass, um, um, what kind of pants is those that motherfucker be wearing? You know, look like Arabian Nights and old bullshit. What is that? Um, come on. Anyway, anything. Whatever the hell it is, man. Instead of wearing them old fucked up outfits, you be wearing Amani's and shit. Real simple. You motherfuckers got the, you got the answers right in your motherfucking hand. You know how to sell it. You know who to sell it to. And you know how to cash the motherfucking money. I mean, bring the money home. You got every... You, you niggas ain't doing no more than these silly motherfuckers in these five Fortune Fortune five hundred companies. Y'all could be riding around in Ferraris and shit. Y'all doing the same thing is just illegal. Now the same shit that you all are doing, they making the shit legal. I mean, it's just a transition. There's a lot of shit you gonna have to stop doing. A whole lot of shit you gonna have to stop doing. There's a lot of buddies you gonna have to let go. A lot of habits, the club. Women with these fat ass asses and these nice tits and shit. Well, I don't know about that one. But a whole lot of the shit you had to let go. I, I, I hey. <laughs> that's true. You, you definitely, you're definitely gonna have to. You're definitely gonna have to change the circle. There's no doubt about that. You know? Yeah. That's why Chief Keith Cleef, what the fuck is? That's why him and his buddies is into it so much. I'm, I don't know. At one point, I think they probably trying to leave their buddies alone that ain't benefiting benefiting them. And I'm thinking that's what it is, because once you get to another level in terms of income, your whole mindset change, your address change, your cars change, jewelry change, your attitude change. You ain't gotta yeah, fuck yeah, around about no 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 little small bag of weed and, and hope that motherfucker lasts you through one blunt. You could buy a whole motherfucking stack of that shit, set it in the, in the back, and roll that shit up when when you want to. Everything changes when you get to a certain uh, income level. That's why I meant about Obama talking about diversifying the wealthy neighborhoods so some low income people can live in there. Hell the fuck no. If I get a if nah. I get a million dollar house, I don't want no don't motherfucking body living living next door to me that's 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 on welfare 
and, and and barely make it because my motherfucking house is gonna be their fucking pro, uh, they job for the rest of uh, twenty four hours. I, I that do I'm not agree. Go. I do not agree. I think that is a, he must be out of his damn mind. Now, some some things, some things. I'm, I'm sorry. Regardless of the circumstance, <laughs> you still got to earn. Hell no. Yeah. You know, because uh, I mean, shit. Yeah, I tell you, he nah. That ain't that ain't. ain't. How you gonna do that, man? Brother Obama, I'm sorry. I love you to death. I love your family, man. But you could take that one and shove it up your ass. I'm sorry. Fuck that. I want somewhere to go. When I get comfortable, much as I'm busting my ass right now to build a business and keep my family afloat and keep this regular ass house I got here in Inglewood and, and I'm making strides and shit. Then all of a sudden, I'm like Uncle Jed and I saw the fucking oil well coming through that motherfucker. Man, I'm moving the fuck out. First thing you know, old Jess is me and Ken's folks said, Jet, move away from there. That's what you call moving, moving up, man. Why, why, that's what you live for, to move up. You don't want to move up and, and people who ain't done nothing to earn moving up, they right up there with you from doing not a damn thing. How, how the hell is that? And you, know, and, you know, and you know how we is. The first thing we're going to do, we move into a quiet-ass neighborhood, and we got all that quietness. We're going to ask Baby and them to come on out there and kick it with us. We're going to jam the motherfucking music loud as we can, and then they're going to start talking shit because they can't play their music loud because the police done rolled up on Max to cut that shit down. Now they got attitudes yep. and shit. Yep. Now they want to fuck around and break in my house because I done fucked around and semi-quote-unquote uh, snitched on them. Where the hell is everybody at? I'm sitting up on the radio and everybody gone and shit. Hold on. Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay. I let one of my neighbors use my uh, air compressor, and she was surprised that I gave it to her without supervision. I said, you want to borrow it, don't you? Well, yeah. It's like, damn. It's like people in the hood, for some strange reason, they're not used to motherfuckers being nice to them. We've been beat down so much to the point where we're just suspicious of that motherfucking body. When I come back home, after having lived down south now, and when I come back to Illinois, to Chicago, uh-huh. It is a very, very noticeable difference in the demeanors and 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 the uh, the uh, communication eye contact that you don't get there that you that you get here. I'm telling you, you know, walking out of walking in Walmart, out of Walmart, and wherever I go, people black, white, how you doing? Hey, what's up? In the hotel, out of the hotel, go to Chicago. Uh-huh. Man, you, you you say something to these guys, and they you know you say hey, what's up? And they think you said hey, man, give me your wallet. It, it, it's just a difference. <laughs> It's unfortunate. Man, man. I love it's, it's sad. Yeah. I love the fact, man, that you you travel all over the place, man. I I can look at your page, man. You in Arkansas, then you in Georgia, and then you in Louisiana, and all over Texas. I said, damn. I, I, I'm in I'm in Tulsa now. I, w- I was reading up on the Jesus. Black Wall Street earlier, earlier today, trying to. I'm, I want to go see where the, where I see where they found out where it is. I'm gonna ride right around there tomorrow because I don't have nothing to do. But I'm, I'm in Tulsa. You in Tulsa now. right now? Yep. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, in, in a, in a, okay, okay. And see, me, I, I think the only time I ever left Chicago, man, was when I was younger. We went down to Alabama to my um, grandparents' no farm. But, shit, I was I wasn't no more than, than eight, nine years old. I still remember it. But I ain't been out of Chicago mm-hmm. since, man. Matter of fact, I'm thinking about going really? to Atlanta next month. No, no, I don't do a lot of traveling. Oh man, really but, but you know what? You're, if, if I, I tell anybody, if you can, if you can, I would tell anybody, 
at least once a year, go somewhere. I don't oh. care if you drive to Detroit. Okay. I don't care if you drive to Detroit. I don't care if you drive to Cincinnati or Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you got to there's some places you gotta just go to, man. You gotta get, get out. You gotta get to New Orleans, Kansas City, man. Got a beautiful uh, uh, jazz club down there, at the Negro Hall of Fame Museum. There's places okay. you can go driving distance, but I would say at least once a year, you, you got you gotta get out and go somewhere. At least once a year, you gotta go somewhere and see something different, man. I'm telling you. Dig that. Well, once well, you're tired, uh, uh, like crack. Yeah, my baby girl was talking about uh, they got a hair show down in Atlanta that's coming up, man. And her cousin moved down there already because her job, you know, moved her down there. And she wants to go to the hair show, and she was online. She said, Daddy, did you still want to go down and see your brother? My brother's in Rome, Georgia. That's like 20 miles northwest, I think, of, yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, of Atlanta. And I said, yeah. She said, well, the ticket is only $106 round trip. I said, get the fuck out of here. I said, how long will it take to get down there? She said, about an hour, like 40 minutes, two hours. I said, hell, I can do that. I never looked into it. So all that shit surprised me, you know, in terms of how much oh, it yeah, costs to fly down every two hours. It's not as much as you, you can. You can, you can, if you're flexible, you can get some good flights, man. Especially come out. That's why I like living near Dallas because of the major airports up here. Uh, you you uh-huh. like Chicago and Atlanta. Those are all major hubs. So flying between these cities are not as expensive as like they flying to Little Rock or uh, flying to Birmingham, you know, or something like that. But I would say, man, if you get a chance to go down there, get on the plane and get down there, man, and just experience a whole different different point of view, man. You get down south, I'm telling you, it's like those races from down south moved up to Chicago and Detroit and New York. <laughs> and that's another you know? thing, too, man. Why the fuck is the Republican Party thinking that we so fucking stupid that just because Lincoln was a Republican and let all our asses free that we got something in common? What the fuck is up with them people, man? I, I know there ain't that many new niggas out there for them to fuck around and, and do a four-week campaign to try to, to woo black voters. These same motherfuckers were the first one when they first got in the, in the, um, the Senate and the, in the, in the, in the House of Representatives back. The first thing the motherfuckers did, man, with the Supreme Court, was start taking our voters' rights act, up, uh, stripping our voters' rights act up. Now they want us to fuck around and, and think about voting for them. Man, the bad I don't thing know. about what the fuck it is, a lot of these Negroes will. Though I, I was watching uh, the Wisconsin dude was about to run for president. Scott Walker about to run for president, talking about he's for he wants to re- uh, repeal Obamacare. So you want to take away health benefits for all these people? These folks are satanic, man. It is devil. And people devil so, kids. Go ahead. No, I just said devil kids, man. Go ahead. <laughs> I want to throw that in there. No, they 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 they're, they're satanic, man. They really they they really uh the things that they do right in your face. Then you got I I had a, uh, I was talking to, like I told you before the show I was had a little debate with a guy and you know he got all bent out of shape because I said uh you know pretty much as long as uh, we have the white supremacist system and the black church mm-hmm. ain't shit happening ain't nothing going to change as long as we have the black church. As it is, and, and what it stands for, and what it's doing these days, and oh man, he was—I'm Satan. He just—he—he—he he, he don't forgive me. I said, "Dude, you don't qualify to forgive me." And I don't think who give a fuck with me or not. I mean, so what? I mean, what I'm saying is true. You know, he—he he walks by faith, not by sight. I'm like, okay, well, you know, give me more than that. How can I use it on my day-to-day routine? What? How does that work? What do you mean, walk by faith? Do you mean? You want to try that across the Dan Ryan Expressway? Is that what you mean? You don't mean it that way, right? Okay, well, give me something I can work with then. 
don't just tell me some little lingo, linguistic shit you learned from somebody, from your slave master's blood-filled book, and tell it to me and don't break it down now so I see how it works for me. And that's what they do. And I'm sick of them. Yeah, I'm here. Those, you know, those and, who come up cross like that, I'm sick of them. I really am. I'm so sick of the motherfuckers not able to just think critically. You know, how the fuck can you, you know, if everybody go back and look at 12 Years of Slaves, that movie has some, some valid points in it that everybody overlooked. When at one, this one scene where this, this white guy had all of these slaves standing in front of him reading the Bible to him. And they ain't going to tell them because of the book, they are in the position where they're at, and they're supposed to obey them because it's in that book. You know, and I posted that shit. Another guy named Tony Banquet, um, he wrote something that was really, really I saw that. I saw that post today. Yeah, I, I posted it up. I kept it. And I just added, okay, why is it that, you know, I'm just saying this without even going back to the post. Why is it that that white man got you all ready to learn the Bible word for word, especially put emphasis on the part about obeying your slave master, and then he's going to kill you if you read any fucking thing else, and then he's going to fuck around and not even let you see what the Constitution is that says all men are created equal. I'm gonna let that I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let that resonate until we come back. I'm gonna play a song and and and, and let you guys listen to that. I mean, res, let that resonate in your mind. It's okay for us to teach you the Bible, but we're not gonna show you what our constitution is that made our country great. Keep that shit in mind. I'll be back in about another five minutes.
people from the hood. June 13, 2015. It's a whole lot of things, ladies and gentlemen, for the three people that's listening, that we can easily start and get our neighborhood back. And I understand that we're way out there, but we can we can we can ring this whole thing back in. We just got to understand that you know money talks, bullshit walk. You know, um, it's gonna take money to build us up. It's gonna take money to bring in certain activities. It's gonna take a whole lot of money to um, get everything back to square one. But it's right up under our fingertips. We got enough money right now in the neighborhood, and we don't even fucking know about it because we're too damn passive to even go after it. I'm gonna say this again, and I'm gonna keep on saying it as long as I got breath for me. Shut down all these fucking churches. Build a mega church if you want to, but shut down all these mothers. Too many of them. Not enough on the on 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 the tax. We gotta get we gotta we gotta get tax in order to keep a property value up or down. Tax the motherfucker that ain't gonna get no money up. And you can't tax the hell out of the ones that's there because they'll be the first ones moving. All of them gotta get to the point where they gotta quit quit giving out hold on, hold on one second. They gotta get to the point where they quit gotta quit giving out these fucking liquor licenses and shit like Skittles. Only fucking thing we got really moving in the in the black community, liquor stores, these fucked up ass fast food joints that sell that old ass food and these fucking churches. Okay, Keith, I just want to get that. Go ahead. Oh, no, well, <laughs> you mentioned liquor stores. The thing about it is uh, the blacks don't own any of them. They don't own any gas stations. Uh, as far as these churches are concerned, uh, wherever that church is located, whatever area code that church is in, damn it, the pastor must live within it. You can't just have your church over in Englewood and go out to your big mansion in Flossmoor. Hell no. That, that's Dude, my you know, I fucked around. Yeah, I fucked around, and um, I got a buddy still from Richmond, on the other side of um, Western. So, um, I don't know how I got to 59th Street, but I just took 59th Street from the Dan Ryan on over to Richmond. I counted the motherfucker, man. I got cockeyed counting the fucking churches, man, from the Dan Ryan all the way to Western. I got fucking cockeyed. When I got past Western, man, all I saw was Thriving mom and pa businesses. Mexican owned. I don't know whether someone was black, but you know, it was in a Mexican neighborhood. That's all I saw. And some of them didn't have bars on the window. I mean, I can't even put this shit in words now. It just fucked my head up. I mean, I'm just a few blocks past, past Western on 59th Street, going west. And all these fucking stores, man, you got Mexican restaurants. Um, um, hardware stores, um, uh, tailors, um, all types of shit, all types of little small businesses. You get back east or western, man, all you see is fucking churches and liquor stores. That is so fucking. And another, another thing is, if if they if they're not going to be taxed, then they should be feeding the hungry. They should be okay. What are they doing that they don't have to be taxed? Just because, I, well, I know what they're doing. They're poisoning these people's minds to, to get them to, to be passive. Uh, gullible and submissive. That's what they're doing. But it, it ought to be, you know, look, then if, if you don't want to be taxed, then you take, you know, two or three days of those weeks and you put some, you, you, and you feed. You feed the home. You do something. And if, and if you can't do that, then you pay the taxes then. 
what are they doing besides poisoning minds to not have to pay taxes? And I can only ask church people this question. Some have been in, in they, with their pastors for 10 or 15 years. How many churches have really passed that, that congregation on to somebody that wasn't a family member? Think about the church, folks. How many people were just church members sitting on the board, working in the office? They had you motherfuckers pay tithes and, and, and volunteer, but everybody on their end is getting paid. How many congregations were passed over to someone in the congregation that wasn't a family member? I'm not trying to start no shit with y'all. Y'all know what the fuck is going on inside y'all little, I don't know, compounds or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Y'all and, know what yes, the hell is yes, going on. And, and yes, they do know. They know. They know exactly what the hell is going on behind the background. They know who's screwing who and who's who, who's fronting and who's full of shit and who's lying and what, what's happening. With, they they know what's going on. But they, what's that? No, we just what were we talking about earlier? No snitch. Uh huh. <laughs> that's big. That's big. We had a church over here that had a pantry. Some churches do pass out food. They do. But we had one closed yeah, down. Do. Do. Yeah. We had one closed down because these people got together when that food came in. They picked over that shit, got what they wanted, passed out to their friends, and passed the rest of the shit out and didn't have enough to really feed the hungry that was out there. And this was a church. Sounds like it. They got shut the fuck down know. because they... How the fuck are you run out of food? These motherfuckers coming in with big-ass trailer trucks and shit. Giving you enough food to, to feed anybody in that long-ass line. These people stay in line, man, for hours. Oh, my. Oh. They stay in line for hours to get two, three bags of groceries, man. And they run out. There's enough food. I, I've seen this particular church because I did. I, I, I donated some T-shirts to them. I gave them about 100, 115. I think it was in 2013. Nobody showed the fuck up to pick up their orders, so I got tired of them and called the church and asked them that they want them. They asked me to bring them on down there. I saw food stacked, man, from the ceiling to the floor. From the floor to the ceiling. And I know the reason that they got shut the fuck down, man, because they picked over their shit and they weren't passing out the, like, the, like the way they're supposed to. Of course. Of course, man. And they did the shit for years. People, I guess the people that was bringing the food said, "Fuck that, we can, we can, we can do bad by ourselves." The food depository, they, I mean, uh, they does it. You know, you go to the free, but it, it's not convenient for a lot of people. You know, they got to catch the bus or get a ride over there. Yeah. You don't have, yeah. they have a vehicle, but the churches were convenient. That's the problem. Everything is too fucking convenient with the motherfuckers, man. They'll fuck you over in the New York minute, and these are churches, church folk. I'd rather deal with gangbangers because at least they know what the when they're going to get fucked up and how they're going to get fucked up. Church folks just think ain't shit going to happen to them. No, they, they have you praying. While you, while you praying, looking at the sky, they they, 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 they they picking up that food and putting it in them bags and taking it home. You know? Yeah. While, 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 you know, they say, you know, we're going to pray for you. You know, I, I wrote a post the other day saying, look, you know, what, what these folks, what you need to do is, when you go to church, when they pass that tray around, you should have a note already made out saying, I'm, I'm going to pray for you. God got this. And you put it in that tray. And, and give them the same old motivational, inspirational speech they give you. And then see how they look. You know, why don't you pray for your tithe? Pray for the money. 
you know, I thought God, how come God ain't got that? You know. You know what? I saw uh, some lady posted a letter she got from her church online, I mean on Facebook, stating that she was behind in her tithes and she was not allowed allowed to come back to the church until she caught up. That lady, it, I can I can read her post until she was damn near crying when 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 she wrote that shit. Yeah, I saw that. She said she been going to that church for years. How the fuck can your church tell you they got all your personal information? They know exactly how much money you make because they probably sent the card out asking you how much you make a year or whatever, so they got you on file. Now they got you in a system to where your tithes are going to be the main money to make the church run and pay salaries. Now, in order for that to happen, you're going to have to pay them because they already got it budget out. Now they're going to get pissed off at you if you don't pay that shit because they're going to be behind on some shit. Well, they won't be able okay, to get a brand new car. See, now now we get back to what I was saying before. Okay, well, well I, you know, why can't you leave it in the hands of God? Why are you putting it on her? Why don't you just pray? See, that's what I mean. They're, they're hypocrites. There's so much hypocrisy in what they say. Now, why are you, they taking it out on her because she can't pay dollars? Why can't they? Do what they tell everybody else to do. Why can't they fucking pray? Why can't they just pray? Why can't they leave it in the hands of God like they want to leave them churches burning in South Carolina? They just going to pray and leave it in the hands of God. Okay, well, let's have to go to church and just pray. Hypocrites, man. Ass backwards. They're getting, they getting a whole lot of money, too, as far as the scholarship money. I, I, last time I read, it was up to three mil in scholarship money for those people. Um, yeah, we'll see I don't know what kind of scholarship yeah, Okay, scholarship. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody gonna change their name to scholarship. <laughs> it's gonna be a scholarship. Obama, right. o- okay. Obama's pastor daughter, man. I don't know who was it. I think he was over at the um, what church is that over here? Over at uh, Jeremiah Wright. He was over at Trinity at one time. Yeah, Trinity. His daughter got two years for fraud, applying for money and not doing what she's supposed to do. With she got two fucking years in prison. You know the Republicans add that shit up. They always they 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 want to connect it to Obama so bad they didn't even tell the young lady's name. Obama's ex pastor daughter <laughs> got sent two years for fraud. They didn't even say the young lady's name. I still don't know who the young lady's name is. I should have went in a little more deeper than I did, but I did. I don't remember that name. I, I saw the story. I saw the story. Yeah, yeah. And we could do better, y'all. It, it, it don't take a lot to do anything in the hood. You know, I'm, I'm I'm guilty because I know my neighbor is a lousy piece of shit, and I should just go ahead and just do everything he can do to keep his property up. My wife does it all the time. She was out the other day with a fucking saw cutting his branches and shit down. That motherfucker didn't come out that door. Cutting that motherfucking bush, he tall as bush, like eight feet tall. She cutting the motherfuckers up. I ain't say nothing. He didn't come out and say nothing. But see, he want to get macho with me. When I come out and cut my own shit and don't fuck with his shit, he's sitting on the porch looking at me like, yeah, motherfucker, you better not touch my stuff. This is the impression that I'm getting. I may be wrong, but that's an impression that I got. And I'm trying not to just go get ignorant on them and shit. I just left the shit alone. I videotaped them many a time, called them punk bitches and all that stuff. I guess that's probably one of the reasons why he don't like me either. So. I didn't call him I didn't call him every name in the book. <laughs> my wife went out there, she's cutting up shit. She don't give a fuck. She know I got her back. That motherfucker better not say nothing to my wife. I would literally wait till that motherfucker come out that motherfucking house and 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 black mask his ass. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass, but right is right and wrong is wrong. 
Yeah, that's that man's property. He can do what, what he want to do to it. But, again, the bushes are too tall. Somebody may be hiding up in there when my daughter's coming from work. I can't get him to see that shit. You've been saying that since our first interview over a year ago, I believe, man. Yeah. That ain't shit still going on, huh? Yeah. Ain't shit changed, Keith. Nothing. I can't get through to him. He got a funky-ass attitude, and that's what he want to stay with. And this bitch living right next door to me. He better hope like hell I don't ever come into my oil well. The first thing I'm going to do is buy his house and the one we just boarded up with my murals on him. I'm going to buy both of them and tear them bitches down. I'm going to make a little section for these guys out here that are fixing on these I live across the street from AutoZone. I'm going to make a section for those guys that they're fixing on cars and make their living that way. I'm going to make a section for them to, so those cars can drive up into a little um, a stall and each one of those guys can have a place where they can fix those cars. The other part, I'm going to make it where I can put a nice little wrap around a porch and I'll have a little space for the kids on the block. I'm going to have a space for them to go out and play um, um, volleyball, whatever the fuck the kids do, basketball and running around and skating and shit like that. They're going to be right next door to me. That's a plan. That's a plan that I'm, I don't give a fuck. I'm 90 years old. Let me come into some money. That shit going to happen. Hey, have, they, have, they that concert, have they had that Cool in the Gang concert yet at Hamilton Park? Has that taken place? Cool in the Gang was there. They did not play. What they did, they, they came and play. supported. They, no, they didn't play. They came and supported um, 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 Ashia Butler. She's the president of a Rage. They supported the, what they were doing, and they came out and gave them some uh, speeches about, you know, keep the neighborhood up, da 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 da. But they didn't play. Oh, I thought there was a concert going on. Okay. Yeah, they just supported the, uh, what she was doing. I don't even know if those guys from Chicago or not, but she had them there. You know, uh, I think his name was Ron Bell. I think that was the bass player guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was there. Guy, yeah. yeah, and some other guys. Of course, they had the Alderman and everybody there. You know, uh, Rahm Emanuel. Okay. There. Yeah, I was wondering yeah, about was that. Cool. I was saying a, a concert in Hamilton. I, I couldn't visualize it. That's why I brought it up again. But, okay, it, it turned out it wasn't a concert. Yeah, uh, I was. Uh, uh, yeah, Sheila Butler. Yeah, Sheila Butler, man. She knows a lot of people, man. She knows everybody, you know. And she's a cool little young lady too, man. Um, I met her a few times, and uh, I told her point blank, I couldn't come. I don't want to come to your uh, meetings and, and just, you know, outright, you know, and try to embarrass anybody because I'm really, really a little radical in my thinking. I said, so I'll just sit back, I'll support you with my dues money, and I'll see why. At one point, I'll see where I can fit in, and that's where we at. We left it like that. But I, I love to stay involved with stuff like this, man. You know, my small business is doing me okay. Me and my family, we okay. You know, yeah, am I am I am I at where I want to be at? Mentally, I am because I love what I'm doing. I really do. You know, I love being in the hood, man, because there's always something to do. Always. It's just a matter of whether you want to get involved with it or not. Yeah. And how far you want to take it. Always something and a lot, a lot of, a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people feel that way. Some people, you know, want to get out. Some just refuse. You know, just that's 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 home. That's where you want to be. And you know, you just stay and do what you do. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I like nothing the idea that we got five different parks that we can just pick and go to, man, and chill out. You know, when they had these, um, they call them so fresh Saturdays. Man, the park. I mean, the people were out there, man, in droves, man, just enjoying themselves, man. I, nobody, nobody got shot, killed, angered, you know, fighting or whatnot at these events. Nobody. And I've been you know, on the, the background. Thing is, is the, the, the odds of you 
you know what? See, the, the way the way they put the numbers out there, and it, it, it is a high number. I ain't going to lie. It's definitely a high number. You're talking about 80-something shot and 12 kids. That's almost 100 attempted murders. But still, there's so many other uh, things that go on with, without incident in the city. You don't hear about them because you hear about the shootings, and you should hear about the shootings. And it is a reason to be cautious. But, you know, on the other side, there's a lot of things, a whole lot more things go on with that, that no issues, but you just never know. That's the problem. You just don't know. Just don't know. You know, and they advertise how the fact that Inglewood didn't have one killing over the um, 4th of July holiday. Not one. Nobody got shot. Nobody got killed. Parents came out uh, a few days or a week before that in, in, in Canvas neighborhood and tried to tell everybody to chill if I got. That had to have something to do with it. A lot of single parents came out, man, in little pink T-shirts, man, and they canvassed the whole fucking Inglewood area. It must have worked because ain't nobody did nobody get killed, nobody got shot. Now why the fuck we can't well, do that on an everyday basis? Well, too many people are talking, are focusing on the, the, the hardware problem. They're, they're focusing on the uh, guns off the streets when this is a mental problem, a mental problem. That, that's that's what the problem is. The the, 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 the the psyche of the people who are in the streets, you know. Who, who get with these with these guns? And we've that have always been out there. We just haven't always had this lower zombie-like mentality out there. That's the, that's where they have to be. They have to be hit at. These these ladies in the pink, they didn't go out there taking guns from nobody. Like you just got through saying, you think it might have made a difference? But what they didn't go snatch up no guns and go collecting guns. They went out there and they put something. Let them have to give them a chance to think about something. If they made a difference, yeah. it was mental. Okay, yeah, I think it was. That's Everybody talks right about that for two, two, three days, you know, and and it's it's just the way politics works. If I get these church folks to understand this shit, the way politics works, money in, saved and used, not money in, money out. That's what's happening with all these, you know, the the the, the public schools and the pensions of all these uh, state workers and whatnot. Is is they're not contributing anything to the pension fund. Because they got it set up to the point where they sold out to the unions a while back. Now they can't do shit about it. Speaking and everybody's politics, scared to make a yeah. political move. Yeah. I mean, that direct, but speaking of politics, that if, if, if Chicago don't get rid of that lame-ass police chief. Now, I know the police chief can't solve all the problems. I, I, got no, I hope nobody even don't come to me with that. I know that, damn it. I know he can't solve every damn thing. This man just ain't got a he, – he, 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 he is the most worthless Police chiefs that I've ever heard of, man. Yeah, it's, and it's not—it's yeah. not what. It's, it's the thing is, he, he's not even speaking. He's not even saying the right things. He's not saying anything that can quell anything to put anything on people's mind. He's another one saying we get the guns out of the streets. There's too many guns on the streets. Come on, man, you're chief police. Don't you see this was a mental problem? Can't you advocate mm. for them to change the school curriculum to teach these kids some anger management and conflict resolution? That's where this shit should be headed. But it's too easy to say get the guns off the street. You know that that police chief, that goddamn Mayor Emanuel. I don't live in Chicago. My heart's there. It will always be there. My family, friends are there. I just live here and work here. My heart is not in Texas. I don't give a damn about Texas politics. To be honest with you, I'm concerned about hmm. Chicago more than I am Texas. That's, that's just the way it is. Combination Emanuel and and and, uh, and uh, McCarthy, man. You, you know, know um, they're just. They're, oh, anyway. Go ahead, brother. If, 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 
if that if that little seven year old hadn't got killed and the father um is still in the same I don't know, he's not in a state of denial, he's just not talking to the police. If that shit hadn't happened, they could have easily got him out of here. But see now that no snitching has a face, it has a voice and that and that brother's it. All that all that that all that situation did the corporations in the city of Chicago, uh, Ronald Emanuel, and all their su- su- uh, supporters rallied behind that police chief and said, "Okay, this is why I can't do my job because them niggas ain't gonna the niggas ain't not gonna cooperate with the police." So they gave no snitching a voice and a face. So that man's job is safe for like the next three years or whatever, however long Ronald Emanuel was gonna be in there. His job is safe. They had the motherfucker by the they had him by the ball. They really did. They had him to the point where he was out the fucking door, but this shit happened. And now they're now, now they saying if the problem ain't him because he was doing his job. He just can't do it because nobody's cooperating with him. And now they're going to blame it on the black community itself, which, you know, rightfully so. But the thing is, they, they have a voice now. They have a face to pin that shit on. It just happened to be a black face. Well, you, you, you definitely the black community is at, at fault too. Like I say, we we use every reason. We have so many reasons to unite as a people, and we use every one of those reasons as excuses to kill and maim each other. Man, that is that is backwards as hell. And that's a fact. That's the truth. We ha- we have all these reasons to get together and do something, but we can't even look in the mirror and recognize that we are looking at a God within ourselves. We should be looking out up in the sky for something outside of ourselves that we already have. You, you you can't fix any problem if you're worshiping the problem. And that same problem is keeping you from seeing yourself or who you really are and what you're all about. We fucking ass backwards, man. How you going to move and, forward when you're going to reverse? And to, oh, to top that off, we do not study our own fucking history. We're so busy telling, having people tell us what our history is instead of studying it for ourselves. Again, why in the next four weeks, you're going to hear a whole lot of shit whole lot of it, how Republicans wants to woo the black vote. Out of, if, you were, if you were fucking paying attention to what they were doing since Obama been in office, that shit ain't going to happen. Fucking smoke screen. Everything, everything in the next four weeks is going to be a bunch of lies, half-truths, and just straight-out deceit. And the only ones going to fall for that bullshit of them new niggas. The motherfuckers, they think they shit just, just happened when they decided to do something right and they got to where they at. No motherfucker, a whole bunch of motherfuckers died for you to get to the point where you're at. That's no excuse. That's history. You know, and, and, and I feel sorry for a lot of them, man. You know, a lot of us that just can't see some simple shit. It's too fucking simple. They, uh, they, 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 can, they can see that they can see that 2,000-year-old book, and they can see what their master taught them to, to, to believe in. They can see that clear as day, but they can tell you 2,000-year-old scriptures, but they can't tell you nothing's going on right right, right today. And, uh, you know, I guess we just have to keep on praying and leave it in the hands of the Lord. Huh? Maybe it get better. We're going to do something. I put on my Facebook page, trade your prayers for votes. Christian White Christians do it all the time. That's why you got them. That's why you got them extremist white wing. When they say extremist right wing nerds, they talking about Christian motherfucker that wants to bring the Bible in to help save everything or to solve everything. 
The same motherfuckers that are Christians talking about doing the right thing are the same ones telling you you ain't shit. That's yep. fucking madness. The same ones putting up laws to tell you you ain't shit. You know, now, they, now in South Carolina, when they, now that they brought the uh, the Union flag, I mean the Union flag, the Confederate flag down, now them same racist Christian motherfuckers want to bring down the black monument. To uh, for um, it's, it's a black monument that he got down there that recognizes um, uh, the achievement of black people in South Carolina. They 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 can't keep their flag. They want to tear that motherfucker down. Well, you know that's how they do, man. You know, in order for us to get Dr. King holiday, they had to get Cashmere Pulaski Day. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's uh, you know it's, it's that way. We can't have nothing. You know, we had to like I'm in Tulsa here. We had to Tulsa uh, uh, Black Wall Street. They couldn't stand that, man. They had to come up with an excuse. To make up some shit to burn it damn down and bomb it, and that's what they did. To burn it and bomb it. You're right. Boy, we, these, Every these folks city. are something else, man. And you know what? If we were to have a national hotel, the churches did get together and come up, which probably never happened. They had a national hotel, black hotel in Florida, where we could have, like, Essence Festival and do all that shit. Somehow, some way, in time, something would go down. They're they yeah. trying to do the same that the Carol Washington Cultural Center in Chicago. They're trying to, been trying to close that for about four or five years. They don't want us to have shit, you know, everybody round and round we go. Yeah, if everybody just go into their own black history, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave something and then we're going to get the hell up out of here. Marcus Garvey yeah. wanted to take everybody back to Africa. He had a black to Africa movement back in the um, 30s. He really did. Had a whole lot of people signed the fuck up, ready to roll. The same white motherfuckers that was telling him go back to where you was at, Marcus Garvey said, fuck you, motherfucker. This is what we're going to do. He got steamships ready to roll. Them white motherfuckers, not all of them, just the ones that didn't like whatever Marcus Garvey was saying, they sabotaged his ships. And accused him of stealing all the money and, and tried to bankrupt them and put them in jail. Now, how the fuck are you going to tell us to leave? Now, we got a means to leave. Then you're going to sabotage the very fucking ship that we're going to leave on so we can stay here. If they know damn well that every black person was to up and leave right now, the economy will go right down to shit. They know it. Well, if, the if black they didn't man have has always here, been skilled. We, we are their common ground. If they didn't have us here, they'd kill each other. They kill we, each other. We're keeping them yep. off each other's ass. That's just, that's just how those who are in that frame of mind are. Not all of them, like you say, but they will kill each other. But we they need somebody here. to kill. They need something. Yeah, they need something, somebody to kill. All these video commandos and shit, these PlayStation commandos and shit. Look at Donald Trump. He talking about the guy in Mexico that that, that drug lord that got captured, and he talking about kicking his ass. Donald Trump, that motherfucker can't even comb his own fucking head. How the fuck are you gonna fuck with a drug lord? He can't even keep that shitty ass head in place. Well, he and that motherfucker is ahead in the polls. Keith, he's ahead in the polls because he's their mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. He is saying everything that that that, that the average white person is thinking. It's just that they got a mouthpiece now. And Donald Trump don't give a fuck. He got his millions. He can fall back yes. on. He don't get no yes. fuck. Yeah, yeah. He 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 ain't gonna get no black vote. He definitely ain't gonna get no Mexican vote. The only vote he got left is all them prejudiced ass. Hillbillies down there in the southern states and shit that don't can't even fucking read half the time. Yeah, oh he's yeah he's ahead. He, and I tell you, the way this country's going, who knows who knows what. 
I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, the dude, he, he talks about these Mexicans, but he ain't said a word about the atrocities and what, what, what the white man has done since he got to this country. I wish somebody would go off into that, but they probably won't. Okay. They won't. But let's talk they about won't. that. Let's, let's, you know, you know, let's talk about, let's talk about, let's, let's talk about 9-11. Let's talk about the old Republican President George Bush who lied and, and, and that whole fiasco and they, they should have been tried. And, but, you know, that'll never happen. That's just the way this country is. Eric anyway. uh I, I really believe, man, that he, he sold our asses out. He should have prosecuted somebody. He's going to wait for Loretta to get in there and do her thing. Loretta's going to probably prosecute a whole lot of motherfuckers, but Eric Cantor didn't. I'm I guess he just left well enough alone. Is it Eric Cantor? Think... We, we, we can like still get somebody. Eric, uh, I was going to say, until we get somebody in there who is fearless, who is not afraid, because who knows, man? You, you try to do too much, they might try to take you out, but or your family or something. Who knows what's going on behind those whole doors, man? But uh, I, I always say we need a single president. We need a player, somebody who's single and ain't scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but you know, the only reason the only reason Obama stayed as clean as he has, man, he is, he was, and still will be the cleanest fucking president that we ever had in the United States of America. Whoever backed the fuck out of him, man, scared a whole lot of people. They could talk shit, but they better leave that brother alone. And he's doing a fabulous fucking job, as far as I'm concerned, man. You know, a lot of shit that he can't do. You know, but that's that's on us. Yeah. If we'd have took our yeah. ass and voted, yeah. if we'd have fucked around and went to the um, 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 the elections to vote state representatives to send to Washington, if we could have, oh, yeah. if we yeah. could have just yeah. came out and just voted for them motherfuckers to get in there, he'd have had some representation. He can't do shit because you motherfuckers didn't get out and vote. The same right. motherfucker that went to the they went to the House representatives and won the Senate. Now the whole Senate and and, and the House representative is, is Republican, and here he is by himself holding his dick and shit, trying to figure out what he can do to keep the motherfucker from kicking our ass. And we can't even take our ass out there and vote for a representative to help him get his job done. That's ass backwards, and they still bitching. That's where we at. Property taxes going up, you know, gas going up. That's where we at. You know, on that note, man, we gonna save some shit for next week. And I know you're going to do your thing tomorrow, so I'm not going to even uh, – we ain't going to miss a beat on this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Exactly. Good show. Yeah. We got another one we dropped in the can, Real People from the Hood. We're going to leave with a song. So, um, um, Keith, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And um, my name is Jimmy Williams. I'm your host for Real People in the Hood. And we're about to get the hell out of here. I'm going to play a little song um, that I found that I think everybody will like. We got to do another one of those tributes, man, for our 20th show. We have to do a part two. Oh, yeah. really? Well, really? We're going to we have to kick ass, man, for a whole hour and 30 minutes, man, that we got. So we usually don't use our whole 30 minutes up. We usually go to our 60 minutes and call it a day. Pretty much. Anyway, we'll get it there. We're going to we'll say, we say that for another time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. You guys enjoy your evenings and kiss your kids and do something. Get off your ass and do something. That's all I got to say. I'll see Peace. you guys next week. Please enter DJ username, DJ Phoenix. Thank you. Please enter access number PHEMIX2654. Thank you. One moment, please. Access number.
All right. That's only a teaser, Joe. We're going to save the rest of it, man, when we do our um, part two of our um, uh, celebration for our twentieth show. This is I'm, I'm Jimmy Williams. About to get up out of here, y'all, and enjoy my family. And uh, you, I'll see you guys next week. Real people from the hood. Bye bye.